Okay, so look, I'm going to turn this all the way down. Back on episode 120, at the end of the year, 2021, mm-hmm. we did a podcast, me, George, Al, shout to Al, and I recorded about eight, nine minutes in the very beginning of just us conversating. What pod? What, what? The, the year-end episode, uh, episode 120, Tings are Guaning. Year-end wrap-up. Basically, it was just, you know, who had the best year, who had the worst year, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. You know, that's usually what we do. So I did about eight or nine minutes in the intro of George talking about getting a DUI. And we proceed to, I'm trying not to, we continue to go out as friends in the weekend and stuff like that, you know, in January, February, March. And he would tell people openly, like actively his ongoing, and I just, I, not that I thought it was a bad thing or I'll get him in trouble. I just, I'm like, it's so weird. Like, if I had something like that happen to me, I'd, I'd be so embarrassed. I'm like, why does, why, why is he telling everyone? So one day I think I asked him, I brought it up. I'm like, bro, why do you keep telling everyone you like got this DUI? He's like, cause you put it on the podcast, motherfucker. I'm like, I did. You're like, yeah, the year in pot. I'm like, oh shit. So, uh, I, I want to apologize on there. I've apologized to George before, but, uh, I'm sorry for recording your, uh, DUI conversation i thought it was funny the main thing was it was funny al was laughing harder than i've ever seen al laugh in my entire life i'm like this is content fucking gold this is gold yeah you can't even make him smile yeah i, I was like <laughs> george can anyways george can i can uh, yeah you can yeah, yeah. I, I, i'm not funny to al yeah, yeah. for whatever I, nothing's funny to al about me or anything I, I say or do unless i'm wilding out everyone loves when i start yelling and getting pissed off um which will one day probably kill me uh <laughs> i mean high blood pressure is a real thing so Anyway, I was like, why is George doing all this? George, what, what's your perspective? Is that the reason you went around and did all that? Uh, I, I, I've always wondered your, what your stance, but... No, I, I had no problem. Well, the thing was, he recorded it. Uh, what's it called? Uh, when you don't know who's recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they post yeah. it. Like, yeah, D-Lo, D-Lo uh, yeah. Nick Young shit, you know? Yeah, on the low, yeah. And then I was like, whatever. It went through. And I just generally would talk about that at the, at the bar because people like genuine, real... Like, you know, you've been through some shit. I'm going to talk about it. And um, I feel like Blake's not like that at bars. He's more like clothes. I don't. To himself. And that's not how bar settings work. You know, to talk to people, to talk to strangers at all. Well, people like genuine, genuine. And it's good, like, um, if you talk openly about it, you're probably not going to do that shit again. You know? Like, if people hear you saying, like, bro, I just got a DUI, and they see you going crazy, and they're your boy, they're going to be like, dude, you probably shouldn't drive. You know? Because yeah. they know that you've gotten one in the past, so it's like. But Blake's just whole new to this world. He needs to understand. Yeah. He needs to like. It's different him telling you and you putting it on the pod than him telling people at the bar. Okay, <laughs> we're just genuine one on one versus you versus the millions of people across the world. If they listen to the episode, right? It was like hundreds, like two hundred, three hundred. Yeah. 600 something but it's the internet it's it's the internet you never know right it's forever forever. yeah it really is oh i know something's gonna come back to haunt me one day (laughs) i i don't know what yet i know there's some recorded conversation some text there's gonna be something bro where i'm like oh no like it's gonna look like it's over for about a week and then george will reassure me he's like listen bro let's just pod let's just go get some mexican let's just go have a couple drinks like i already know how george is gonna give it up you know what i mean so um well, welcome to a bonus edition of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I don't know when I'm putting this up. It is Sunday, July 3rd. We just released episode 160, the Honestly Nevermind album review by Drake. Um, and I'm here today with Derek Berry. He's the co-owner of JBL Hardscapes. 
Um, and you've been on the podcast before. You came on in January. Also here with George Torres, Jorge Torres. Um, everyone knows who Jorge is in, in Reading. Oh, good or bad. I think everyone knows who he is at this point. So how are you guys doing, man? Do you lie or not? No, no, not. No, George has a good rep. That That's that's what got, because George has like, not squeaky clean, like people know George gets down, but like. Everyone loves George. He's the cool guy that is never a creep mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, so, I, don't, I don't think even female, what? no one thinks he's a creep for sure. You know what I mean? So, so like some people might like uh He's just life of the party. Yeah. So for him to come out and be like, yo, DUI, it was like some Pete Davidson shit where it's like he didn't have to be that real, but like he was that real, and it's like we respect him afterwards for it. And it's like, damn, he didn't have to do all that and he did all that. Well, and he's probably not telling that to strangers at the same time though. Like he probably knew the people that he was saying that to mm. at the bar. Was it Randos? Yeah. <sighs> bar regulars. So like people that you've seen out. <laughs> yes, though. yes, like, yes. Sure. Like sure. like you have your friends, then you have like your bar friends, like Micah have, Huffs like, and your, Vines and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Well, I just want to make sure it wasn't uh, me secretly recording, which is what I was doing at this point. Uh, didn't uh, f- uh, basically fuck up your reputation. So I just no. It's uh. I'm like I don't want to say I'm Drake status, but you know I kind of know how to keep it regular. Like I, I fucked up, you know. It's yeah, you learn human. from it, anyways. Yeah, I'm human. So it's Sunday, July 3rd. We're here in Red Bluff. First podcast I've ever done in Red Bluff. Derek Barry is back on for the first time since January. Usually you would be, um, and I mean, I'm sure you are, in the Bay Area, hardscaping, doing some sort of shit. Inflation's crazy, and it's the 4th of July weekend, so you're here at home. How are you? How you been? I'm good. For six months. Six Nin- months Niners lost months. in the NFC title game since last time I saw you. <clears throat> um, Kevin Durant requested a trade yesterday. A lot going on in sports. Lots going on. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, it's nice being in the Bay when the Warriors won. Um, are you a Warriors fan? Because I work in the Bay. Who are you really a fan of? Kings. It's, but it's, 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 if you're a Kings fan, you're allowed to like other teams. This, oh. Give no. the crickets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you have to be able to like different teams if you like the Kings. Yeah. They're one of those. It's like being a Browns fan or it's like yeah. being a fucking, yeah. Being I think like that's a, why Al knows all the numbers of other teams because his Kings aren't putting up numbers. So he has to real, watch other teams in the playoffs. He's like, look look at their success, and I feel like that's where he You gets, can't watch them. You, I, I can't watch a game. They're, they're unwatchable. I can't watch a game. Does Al still watch or no? He yeah, still watches. He watches every game. That's true. Which is wild to me. Any game. Any game. I can't watch a game, bro. It's I'll watch bad. a half and be like, oh, fuck. It's just sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. Um, so you're a Warrior fan slash Kings fan at heart, it mm-hmm. sounds like. Thoughts on the fourth title? First parade in San Francisco. The last three were in Oakland because they played in Oakland. What'd and they you... did it on a Wednesday, which was kind of dumb. I wanted it was, to go it was to a that Monday. Shit. Monday, yeah, yeah. yeah I wanted to go to that shit. It was in Mission District. It was like noon, too, when they did it. 10 yeah. to noon or some shit like that. Clay was stumbling over women. <laughs> Clay was, was doing Michael Jackson moves. He lost one of his rings. Literally dropped one of his championship. I think it was the new one. I think it was the 2022 ring. He dropped it. Like, crazy shit. It has to mean the most to him, though. Like, coming back from that injury doing all that shit. Like, it has to mean a lot to him. It feels like he is the most valuable player. Yeah. Even but, over but, Steph. But Iggy didn't deserve MVP that one either. Steph should have gotten MVP. That's true. Iggy, Iggy did a lot. Like, like I've argued with people about... Um, yeah, they're saying, like, well, the Warriors' big three was better than the Heat's big three back then because you got Iggy, you know? Like, you got a an MVP. It's like, 
they gave it to him. He's not, he wasn't even in his prime. Like, he did a lot for him, for sure, uh, guarding LeBron and doing all that, but. On, <laughs> I mean, LeBron still averaged, like, what? Yeah, 38, he still went on. 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just down the stretch he did good. Like, right. when they needed a stop, it seemed like he got the it, stop. He got a stop but, on LeBron. But also, yeah. LeBron missed the shot, so it's like. Eh. Yeah. There was a couple of different games. I mean. But Steph should have won that, right? Like, Steph in your mind. Won that. Yeah. Yeah. But he won the regular season MVP already. Yeah. I didn't realize that he won All-Star Game MVP. He broke three-point record. He won Finals MVP this year. What else did he do this year? He did. Some, he won some other MVP. Not regular season, but um, I forget. But yeah, it was a it was a great season, great season for the Warriors. Part of me wishes I could be there, and a part of me is like, I'm a Laker fan. Why the fuck would I want to go? Would you go to that, George? Yeah, of course. The Warrior Parade in San yeah. Francisco. I wouldn't wear any Warrior shit, but I'd go. Good George, for them. George wants to live in San Francisco so bad. Can you just please? All I'm asking is this. I'm not trying to discourage George. It's one thing that I would want to do one day, even if it's just for a year or two at a time, right? I'm, like, I'm probably not the guy that you want to take on this. Hold on. Okay, okay. <laughs> what do you think about moving to San Francisco in 2022? I'd fucking do it. That's why I, you wouldn't want my take. is because I'm the kind of guy, like, do it and then figure it out. Because what's the worst that's going to happen? You move back here. Mm. So I'm I'm like I'm the friend that you probably don't want doing like life decisions like that with because I'm like dude you'll figure it out you know and then when you don't it's like damn bro and then if you don't it's crazy but but there's no loss you know right like what's the worst that's gonna happen you're gonna be back here doing the same job can what's you the just... best that could happen you could be there fucking chilling you right know? because like uh, I have had plenty of friends that like move to San Diego and then mm. they just figure it out San or they Diego. go here you know yeah because. I, all I need you to do is back me up on this. It is like the most expensive city, like, like in the country, besides New York or Marin, huh? Marin, Marin, Marin down there in the bay, way more expensive. Really? Marin. For everything? Marin, it it's like yeah, Marin's yeah. Dude, look it up. Look look it okay. up, bro. It's nuts. It's, it's like San Manhattan. Francisco, it's like it? Manhattan, Marin. You know? Okay. Like, yeah. It's, it's San Francisco still expensive. It's so expensive. Yeah. For it's sure. Very expensive. Though, very right? expensive. Yeah. So George's attitude towards this is, hey, let's go there and figure it out. And I'm like... There's condos. I know. There's rent controls. There's... You got to hustle, though. But you got to hustle to figure this shit right. out. That's why I'm, That's part of the figure it out. Like, you can't just be uh, You can't just be talking the talk. Like, you got to walk the walk. No, I was basically what you're doing, just being optimistic about it. I know it, it costs a lot of money, but I'm trying to tell him hustle. He spends more time being a pessimist about it. You could be hustling... Yeah. To do, make it happen. That's yeah. where I was coming. Like, I understand it. And you got the energy of the city, too. Like, you know how it is. Like, you've been in San Diego. You've been in the city. I love, see, I'd rather go to San Diego. Yeah, for and, sure. And for sure. I've, we talked about that. He's like, I, as long as we move to any of the San or Los cities. <laughs> With his people. <laughs> as long as we do any of that shit, he's cool. Which, you know, that, that's why I fuck with George. But... Um, I just know San Diego better. It's like a second home to me, um, and that's that's the one city that like walking around downtown, I'd be like, okay, like, yeah. you know, you get the you get that I energy, made it. yeah, that I energy, made it, that hustle. I made you who you are, and then I made it. George, can you tell the people about how you want me to do an R and B song this summer? Oh uh, yeah, and what your idea is for that? Because you're my manager. I feel like Blake has a lot of um good um lyrics. He's got the melody. He's got he's got a good keen for good music. He says he's very critical on music. So I'm like, well, why don't you make your own song? You know, kind of deal. 
Yeah, so I can trash that shit like you did Black Bear. Exactly. And that's uh, why you want me to make music? <laughs> well, I, I want no, you. That was me. That was yeah. me. That was me. I that want was you to, George. That's, if, me, if that's, that's me. That's the real me. reason you want me to make music. <laughs> so you can stack it up against Drake. Oh, so any song that George likes, he just brings up your song. Like, like what do you say, like, Blake? He's like, you remember you trash Honestly Never Mind? He's like, this ain't better than down there. That's like, George, that's Drake. Each song of his <laughs> yeah. costs $3 million. Yeah. This cost me three. Fifty. No, I think like, you, can make, you is, should make a song though. You should make a song. Though. <laughs> I've made music before. No, I'm not doing that again. Why not? You don't because think it'd be better I, I now? Because I do podcasts than, now. No, just make no. just one song. You know, just get on a verse real quick. I, I'm not saying you I know the people make that one. you could do a verse. Just one, like one, just straight through. You but know? then people are going to be expecting. Like once you break the seal, that's it. Once you break the seal, that's it. Like if you retire, oh. you got to retire. You got to be done. You can't be like, oh, I'm done, and then once a year pop up, then you're not done. Then there's always that door that's open. I don't want that. I, I want to be the guy that does the podcast. The podcasts are more successful in the least amount of time than I ever could have thought. Um, I, humbly, I say that. I just don't think I'd ever go back to music. I just, and I love music. I'm not saying I wouldn't make it for myself, but releasing it and being like, yo, it's on Spotify, run it up. Yeah, hashtag, but just, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't see that happening. Even for ourselves, it'd be good. Yeah, just do it for the streets. <laughs> the streets of uh, Cumberland. Yeah, Red Bluff. Streets of Red Bluff. Oh, Jesus Christ. The Dirty 530 needs you. Dirty 530. I five north, man. <laughs> I five north. The five. I mean, nah, I don't think so. I don't think I'll ever do it. You fuck around with beats, though? No. No. None of that. I don't fuck around with nothing. Nothing. I do podcasts. I do podcasts. I enjoy this more. I think this turns out better. I think that it's done fantastic numbers, fantastic guests. Like, I'm very grateful. And just more respect. I feel more respected, you know what I mean, in the streets or in business or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You go out and it's nice for people to, to be like, oh, yeah, no, like you do good work, you know what yeah, I mean? Compared to like too. acting like you don't do anything at all, you know what I mean? Because it's like it's bad or they're critical, so. Anyway. Yeah, it's hard It's hard to pop off doing uh, doing music and stuff. There's a lot of people doing music. Well, and everyone's just hypercritical to it anyways because they're comparing it to production value and all of that. And George brings up that I, I do that, and I probably do that maybe a little too much, but I just like what I like. like. And a lot of people aren't really saying much of anything. My big thing is also lyrics. Like, a lot of dudes aren't yeah, for sure. saying much of anything at all of substance, um, you know, and it's all kind of the same shit. Now, you can get me with a flow, a pocket, ad-libs, like on some Migo shit. If there's super-duper chemistry there and, you know, you know, bang, you know what I mean? Like, just whatever it is, like, you can get me, but... Most of the time, it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm good. You know, some people may have a couple hits, but otherwise, I'm okay. So, I love some, some ignorant lyrics, you know, every once and again. Ignant. Ignant. What are your thoughts on all this, George? You've been quiet over uh, there. Oh, what, what question you got from Just me? music and just in taste and I like and different substance. music. I feel like uh, you need some fun music. You don't just need straight lyricists, you know. I feel like every, every, uh, like, I don't, I don't know if this is a good comparison, but like a, I'm not going to stack a cat in a hat book to a fucking Stephen King book. They have two different purposes. And they're both good. I went to uh, Bottle Rock uh, like a couple months ago. That shit's pretty cool. What's Bottle Rock? So it's like a music festival in uh, Napa. And they just get a bunch of random people like Metallica, Pink. Shit. St. John. St. John the Boy. Amen. St. John the Man. Then uh, just a bunch of random people, like people that I know, like Vance Joy, like I know one of his songs, you know. But um, it's cool to see, like, they have, like, four stages put up and um, just hearing the different music. 
because it's not just one genre. Like, I've also went to concerts where it's just all the same people. You know what I mean? So that's pretty dope to see. Because people are taking it for different value. Like, Pitbull, at that con- everyone's turning the fuck up, you know? But then at, like, uh, I don't know, like Vance Joy, it's kind of just chilling. So Right. Yeah, for sure. I, okay, I have a question for you guys. Changing it up here. I have, for NFL and NBA next year, don't you just love the transition, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you need, you need like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> bottom, bottom right. So, I said at Christmas 2021, Rams and Warriors will win the titles. July third, twenty twenty two. I just want to. I just want to stake my flag. I don't know when I'm going to release this, but we recorded this on July third. Bucks and bucks. I thought Milwaukee. Yeah. Bucks and bucks. I knew you were going to say Milwaukee. Buccaneers and bucks. I got Tampa and I got Milwaukee. Just like twenty twenty one. Thoughts. Yeah, Milwaukee's going to be nice in hoop. Only reason they didn't win this year is because Middleton got hurt. Everyone knows it. They know it. It's so true. The Celtics know it. Yeah, That's true. why they got Brogdon. Yeah. What are your thoughts, George? Buccaneers and Bucks. You're a Rams fan. It's good. It's too early. You're a Lakers fan. It's a safe pick. It's a good pick. It's a too early pick. All three of them. NFL's going to be nuts, though. NFL's, I don't know. I have a stat. <clears throat> Thomas Howard Patrick Brady Jr. <laughs> I know you love that. Has won a Super Bowl. 2014, 16, 18, 20. He also won one in 2004. His last five Super Bowl wins have been on an even year, including the last four have been every other year. It's time. 2022 season. He's always won his February 2015, the Seattle game. February 2017, 28-3. February 2019, Rams. 2021, you know what I mean? COVID bowl weekend at halftime, like you know what I mean. So he's due. Chris Godwin will come back mid season. AB being off the team is more of a benefit than it hurts them, especially when now Russell Gage is in that Antonio Brown role. I like Russell Gage. I'm not even talking just fantasy. I, I know Al said stuff about him on fantasy on here before. I think he's just going to be a good, solid player for the Buccaneers, and a part of the reason they can get back and do it. Um, and then as far as Milwaukee's concerned, uh, Middleton coming back, Giannis, Drew Holiday, they have the same squad. I don't think they lost anyone of significance. They re-signed Bobby Portis. Like, I think they re-signed everybody. Like, I don't, maybe they traded me, maybe one of the 11th or 12th guys, but any of their top six, seven that played in the finals against Phoenix, they lose them. They got them. Yeah, I like the Bucks pick. Uh, Which one? The um, Milwaukee. What about Tampa? What's up with the NFL? Both you guys kind of seem like you're off on the Tampa shit. So they could, they could, like that's definitely. Uh, is Brady too old? No, no. Uh, he just threw fifty touchdowns. Well, here, here's what my thought process is: is all of the young talent that we don't know what could happen. So I would think right now that would be the pick because most likely he's the most savvy vet, like been there, done that. But anyone can pop off. Lamar Jackson can pop off. Trey Lance could pop off. Uh, you have. San Diego's, he could pop off. Joe Burr could always <laughs> pop off. We all know that. Um, One more time. 
Joe. <laughs> you said that on pod. I, I can't do it like that. I, I gotta do it with my lips. Pause. I gotta. Yeah. I, I gotta. Oh shit. <laughs> Yo. Um. Yeah. But yeah. But I just think I think someone young could go off too. Um. That that's so either Bucks or someone just out of nowhere having a great Mahomes. I don't see it after last year. Y'all I don't know. Crazy. I'm kind of off on Mahomes that. Gonna, bro. Mahomes gonna go off. You y'all think? P- y'all pissed him off. Y'all pissed him off. I hope he does. I hope he does. People are saying Josh Allen and Herbert are better than him. How many NFC, AFC no, Championship no. games have Herbert and Allen? And I'm a Charger fan. And that will change this year with the Chargers. I got Chargers Chiefs AFC Championship. That's just my opinion. Zero. I made zero appearances. Mahomes made four in a row, all four at home. Which means he not only was one of the best people in the playoffs, he was consistently one of the better quarterbacks and had one of the better teams due to Andy Reid, Honey Badger, Chris Jones, obviously Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, uh, Kyle Edwards-Alaire, you know. But they always had electric running backs, Jamal Charles, uh, uh, Dexter McCluster. I mean, Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? And they never got anywhere until they had that quarterback. I think Mahomes is still a top two or three quarterback. I think he's been disrespected. I, I think they won't make it. I think they can make it to the AFC title game. I have Chargers Chiefs as of right now. They're for sure going to be in the, in the divisional round. They'll be one of the final eight teams. They're one of the best eight teams in football still. Tyreek Hill's not going to be as big of a loss as people think. Yeah, but Tyreek Hill will also be as advertised on the Dolphins, if that makes sense. Tyreek Hill will still be good, but the Chiefs aren't going to lose three games because Tyreek Hill's not there. Like Juju, I think, still has something to prove, something to give. Um, as long as he comes down on the TikTok shit and he has someone better than uh, nearing 40 Ben Roethlisberger to throw him the football. So, um, anyway, that's my little little spiel. Ronald Jones is there now with I Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I mean, Clyde might be used you know, in, in a little... Little roll, some pass catching. I don't know. I think they can still win 11, 12 games. With 17 games, they can still win 11 games. Yeah. 11 and 6, that's about the range I got for the Chiefs. You don't think so? Mm-hmm. You think like below 500? No, probably above, but I, it's just. 9 and 8? You just can't trust them. Like, I, I can't trust them anymore, I feel like. I feel Who? like Patrick Mahomes. What do you mean you can't trust him anymore? I, he's, oh, this is because he beat your team in the Super Bowl. All you Niner fans do this. You know that, right? No, no, no. I, All the Niner fans come out of the of the water, whatever the water works, uh, the woodwork, <laughs> to talk shit about Patrick Mahomes. All of them do. All of them. Well, go ahead. I have a feeling that he's going to start choking and going to continue that trend through this year, at least, of maybe having a great season, but then postseason not being up to par. That's how I feel. It's not so much that he's bad. It's just he can't take the heat is what I'm worried about. I th- There's plenty of quarterbacks that play great in the regular season and then choke. Alex Smith, we've been with him for so long. As 49er fans, he's a great quarterback. Love the guy. He chokes so fucking hard in the postseason. That's what I'm getting vibes of him. Patrick Mahomes is going to be an Alex Smith. Hot take. He's going to choke like he has. You just compared Alex Smith to Pat Mahomes. Didn't Pat Mahomes replace Alex Smith? Yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. But he's just going to be, he's the same guy. He's going to be the same guy. I just don't no, see not. it. I don't see it. You, no, uh, so you th- so he's no, getting not. rings. Is he getting rings? Huh. Yes, I think he will get, if the over-under is one and a half, I'm going under. 
I think he wins one more ring. I think it's on some Peyton Manning shit. It's towards the end. Somehow, maybe switches teams on the Chiefs. He's there for another fucking 10, 11 years. So maybe at the end of it, you know, maybe a new coach after Andy Reid that gets some new blood, draft young players. Mahomes is 34, 35. He still has the mind. Maybe he's not doing all the tricky shit, but he still throws for 4,000 yards a year, 40 touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely, yeah, for sure. And sure, they're giving him $50 million a year at that point, but who's going to be around him? Kelsey will be retired. The defensive guys are going to be brand new. Yeah, Mahomes, I mean, that's the thing. Like, this is going to be, what, year five? Really year six, but fifth year he's starting. I mean, this is an incredible run. And all of a sudden, think, and look, trust me, I was saying this shit last year about the Chiefs. I was like, they done getting the fuck out of here. They still made it. I think Mahomes was concussing that Bengal game. I think Mahomes was hurt and just didn't come out because that's the AFC Championship game. He threw the two bad picks, including the one in overtime. That was just bad. Um, to uh, what's-his-face, right? Uh, Joe Hayden, or not Joe Hayden, uh, uh, who's homeboy that got cooked on, uh, cup cooked him on the final drive? Who's, yeah, yeah. who's that? What's his name? Oh, uh, what's, what's his name? You know. Eli yeah, Apple? Apple. Eli yeah, Apple. Yeah, yeah, he was on social media. Yeah. <laughs> Eli <Yeah>. Apple. <laughs> George. Um, anyway, yeah, that's my little soliloquy on, on all that stuff. See, George. So, so, so all that you're saying is he's going to get one more ring within like 10 years. All I'm saying is he's going to get zero more rings in 10 years. So we're pretty fucking close if we... Sure. Oh, okay. Sure. So so I'm not as crazy as like... Mahomes is still was. one of the best talents we've seen in a very long time at quarterback. Besides your Paytons and your Toms. For the next five years, he'll be relevant. After that, there's going to be a quick drop-off, in my opinion. Why? Because uh, San Diego's the, the quarterback... The arm is there. Uh, Trey Lance... Uh, Trey Lance in the NFC. Yeah, no, all I'm saying is that all the younger quarterbacks are going to end up being better than him. I'm you talking playoffs. How far is he going to get to reaching the Super Bowl every year? The Chiefs, I know there's Burrow, Allen, Herbert, and then Mahomes. And Mahomes is better than everyone, but probably maybe Allen. Maybe Allen's better. I still take Mahomes out of all those four. I'm a Charger fan. I know Burrow made the Super Bowl. Mahomes made two back-to-back Super Bowls. So, I mean, I don't know, just... Uh, I don't know, it's such, it's such a hot take. Honestly, yeah. I, I don't know how to handle it because it's like, Patrick Mahomes is still, I think everyone just hates him because Brittany and fucking Jackson. No, I, I think d- this is all TikTok Brittany and Jackson bullshit. This guy is literally one of the best talents we've seen at quarterback in the last 25 years. He's easily one of the best quarterback, best quarterbacks in the last 25 years. He retires today, he's probably a Hall of Famer. Maybe not first ballot, but he's probably getting in. And I just, just the disrespect, I just, I don't know, man, I don't get it. Patrick Mahomes is incredible. Yeah, he's not Brady. I mean, you know, who is? Yeah, it's it's concerning when he plays, which injury, I guess, I guess injury comes into it, but when you're playing more years in the NFL and you look worse than when you were younger isn't a good sign. Let's put it that way. So I've seen that with other quarterbacks, and sometimes they just tank, and that's kind of what I'm presuming is going to happen. Okay. And he lost, and he lost Tyreek Hill. He did. Andy Reid, how long's he going to be there? Probably not very much longer. Maybe three, three years, four years max. Yeah. I, it's just a little scary. A little scary for them. I feel like. Okay. I mean, this year I, I still think they're right there. I still think they're one of the best four teams in the AFC. No doubt about it. So, so they're so Buffalo, Buffalo, Kansas, Kansas City. City. What else we got? L.A. Chargers. Mm-hmm. Raiders. Raiders going to be good. I think they're going to surprise those are probably, people. Those are probably my four. Not in any particular order, but those are probably my four. Yeah. Probably yeah. probably Bills, 
I'll still give it to the Chiefs because experience. Bills, Chiefs. And as of right now, I do think the Raiders have a better season than the Chargers. I do. I think they have more talent. I think with his... Not a quarterback, but just all around. That offense is crazy stacked. I think better than the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I agree with that. Like he yeah. has better... Oh, Devontae Adams? He's and, a top two receiver. And Derek Carr Renfro, is a trash. Waller, Jacobs, Kenyon Drake. To me... It's great. To me, Derek Carr is Matthew Stafford. People under... They don't think that he's as good as he is. I have a feeling this year he's going to go off. I I'm think right there they with beat you. Out I can Kansas see him City. winning. They can win 13 games, the Raiders. 12, yeah, 13 I, games. Or they could win nine. Do you think Raider, Raiders are going to go further than Kansas City? For sure. For sure. Yeah. In my mind, for sure. No doubt. Raiders could easily make the AFC title game. Yeah. That's Each what I was thinking. It could yeah. be Raiders chart. <clears throat> Jesus. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I've had one of those moments on the pod in a while. It could be uh, fucking Chargers, Raiders, AFC title game. It could be Bengals, Raiders. I mean, it could be a lot of Bengals. Chargers, it could be a lot of shit. Bills, Bills are going to be right there. And th- this is People what? are saying Bills, Rams, opening night is going to be the Super Bowl preview. And Patrick Mahomes. I don't know about that. Patrick Mahomes, I don't trust against those teams in those situations. I don't trust him. I'm telling you. How many Super Bowls does Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr have combined? Same. And then how many does Patrick Mahomes have? Yeah. Against whose team? Yeah. It's true. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Mirror on the wall. Here I am again. <laughs> but how many, did, how many did Stafford have? Well, none until you got a super stacked team and the refs gave fucking Cooper Cup four flags on the final drive. The Raiders. That's what I'm saying. The Raiders. I'm, I'm agreeing Carr. with you. I'm You're talking Derek shit Carr. about Pat Mahomes. I'm saying Pat Mahomes is going to be good. <laughs> the same way I said that the Houston Texans are going to beat the Cleveland Browns this year. And you uh, agreed with that yeah, take. I agree with that take. I think Al, George, and Seth are nuts. Okay, okay. Pat Mahomes is going to be that good. shit. But your quality of good in the standings of ending the year is what I'm having trouble with. It's not like, yeah. I guess you're feeling like I'm just hating on him. Yeah. Whereas what I'm saying is that they're just not going to be as good as other talent that's going on right now. It, okay. I don't know. It's not. And maybe it's not even him that's choking or whatever. Maybe it's just they're not going to do as good as the San Diego Chargers. the L.A. Or L.A. Chargers. Yeah. And the uh, Las Vegas Raiders and Buffalo, in my opinion. So, go ahead. I can just see what I think. So we've never seen Patrick Mahomes without the fastest receiver and fastest tight end duo. So that's where like the fallout could be, you know, where, Hey, now you have Juju's your guy. And it, he, I don't think Juju's nearly as fucking good as Tyreek. No, he's not. So, he's not. and then, you know, one bad injury, that line gets bad. It could be all fucking sorts of bad for Patrick Mahomes. Kelsey didn't have a great year last year either. I had him in fantasy. He didn't like go yeah, crazy. Like, yeah, like he had norm, yards. but like, but normie, normie numbers. He didn't go nuts. That's normal for Travis Kelsey. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> what are y'all he talking about? Tuds. He didn't get the tuds though. Okay. He had like 1,400 yards and like eight touchdowns, nine touchdowns. He had a couple rushing too. I remember that charger game. That shit pissed me off. Yeah. I lost in the first round of George cause of that bullshit. Travis Kelsey had like 37 points. Most of any player in fantasy that week. And everyone on my team took a fucking shit. Um, I just had something I was going to transition to. Now I totally fucking forget, to be honest with you guys. Um, Fourth of July, we're here. I don't know what I'm going to put this up, to be honest with you, but we're just kind of going on at this point, 31 and a half minutes in. Just talking about summer and talking about everyone being back outside and whatnot, talking about some music. What do you guys think happens with Kevin Durant this summer? I'm sorry with you, George. Does he get traded? He just signed a four-year extension. If he gets traded, where is he going to? Are the Lakers getting Kyrie? I mean, 
Let's talk about some of the stuff. It's just it's gonna be hard because I don't know if the Nets want to please them and give them to the teams he they want to go to, and I think they want to do the best for them. You know, picks and that team's just a mess, dude. Ben Simmons hasn't played. Fucking Kyrie can't even play home games or whatever. All that shit. I don't know. Um, Kevin Durant. I know a lot of teams still want him. Should the Lakers try and get him? I don't even know how we get. Dude, the Lakers are so fucked. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> they need Kyrie. They need Kyrie. Kyrie's yeah. going to the Lakers, honestly. LeBron wants it. It's going to happen. Kyrie for Westbrook. They're going to for yep. sure trade KD because exactly. Westbrook will be there. Yeah. What do you guys think about, like, a KD to the Raptors? Almost like a Kawhi kind of situation. Yeah, I could. I'd like that. I saw something like that today on the web, and I'm like, I haven't thought about the Raptors, but, like, let's say they trade Siakam and Ananobi. I know those are the two best players, but they keep Scotty Barnes. They have Van Vliet. They have cap room. Like, and he's chilling with Drake, so. They could, I mean, you know that's that true. He'd love that. Yeah, that's true. And then they also have fucking New York's not far from Toronto. Yeah, I can it's see like that. what two hour flight. Yeah, hell yeah. It's I guess literally not far at all. Uh, it's like four or five hundred miles away. Um, so I don't know. I can easily see that just going from Brooklyn to you know that make the most north sense. of the border. I mean, I, only thing that would stop it is that same conference. But I think the Raptors could be good. I think they could be contenders. And then besides the Bucks, I mean, who's going to be better than the Raptors if that's the case in the East? I mean, Celtics will be right there. Yeah. But I could see unless you know KD runs into the Celtics again in the first round, they could beat everyone except Milwaukee. They can make the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if KD wants to do that. He wants to go to Miami or Phoenix, which everyone's given him a lot of grief for Miami and Phoenix. Look, those guys both lost before the finals. Just because they won the most games in the regular season doesn't mean shit. And the Suns are going to take a big step back without DeAndre. And they ain't got no money, too. Right. Shit. Just give it all to Devin Booker. Yeah. Yeah. And you know Durant's always been, he wants to get paid. Like at Of the, course he does. Yeah. And he should feel And like he should. That. And he should. Yeah, right. totally. I'm, I've been the second best, third best player. Yeah, definitely. A couple years, I was probably the best player in the league. Yeah, best so, scorer, best scorer, like easy. Yeah, yeah easily yeah, one of the best scorers of all time. Easily, absolutely. George, what do you think about the KD shit, man? I just, it's crazy how regular this is. Where like super teams are being every built. year. KD used to be like fuck the Lakers and whoever for building super teams. Now it's like, hey, let me get on the best team of each conference, and it's gonna happen. But you know, like it's not like unheard of to see KD get moved. Any superstar get moved. It's very regular. It's part of the script, I feel like, in the NBA. Like, now they force these guys to trade, but they allow these guys to move so freely because it keeps it interesting. If everyone just stay on the same team every year, we'd kind of know the end result. Like, oh, the Warriors are in it. The Bucks are in it. Lakers are trying to be in it. You know what I mean? Like, teams like Portland, Utah, Minnesota. We don't think about those fucking teams. We never think about those teams. Yeah. We never think about the Indiana, Chicago. We never think about those teams. Not in real contender talk. Not in give me your three. They're never there. The year I- the Raptors won, they lost Kawhi, and we never talked about them again. That was nuts. I'd like to see um, KD on the Dallas Mavericks. With Luka. With Luka. I'd like to see that. I don't think KD wants to play there. Yeah. I'd like I, to I see that. I think he'd want to play in Toronto. I do think he'd want to do that. If you, it would be nice to see Luka with another scorer where down the stretch there's someone else that can take some of the heat and he can turn into more of a shooter. Um but he it, and they lost Jalen Brunson. So and wa- watching Luca play, it just feels like he's putting everything on him, and he just can't handle it. Yeah, they're, he's getting double team, triple team because they know they know that he's their only scorer. He's still making shots, but it's just it's tough to watch. Whereas if he had another super, superstar, it'd be a lot more fun to watch. Yeah. Um, also, if Shaq gets what team is he talking about? Orlando. Buying? You know he's gonna try to get someone big. Katie's not going to no damn Orlando Magic. 
He's not doing that shit. He has to get traded. He's not doing that. I guarantee he has a no trade clause. Yeah. That's why he's like, I want Miami and Phoenix. He's not going to Orlando. He's not going to Orlando. Um, you guys want to take a break? Come back here in a minute? You want to keep going? What do you want to do? I'm doing good. Do you have anything else to talk about? Not at the moment. I got to think of something. Let's take a break real quick. We'll come back. Okay, so you know what I want to get into? I want to get into uh, right away. I just I go out on on this podcast. Your brother's opinions about the podcast. Brad's here. Have you ever listened to this podcast? I mean, we never met each other before today. It's fine if you haven't. But your brother's opinions, just in general, and then about this podcast, very interesting. I must say. So I don't know his opinions on the podcast. Uh, I've listened to a total probably about five minutes. Um, from time to time, um, okay. mainly through Barry telling me something happened, so I just got that inside scoop of that instant episode. But yeah, I've never really listened to the podcast, but I know he has some uh, bizarre uh, opinions on other things. I'm not going to bring up Rams Warriors, even though I really <laughs> want to, because <laughs> I think I've gloated about Rams Warriors enough. George has heard that enough. Um, a part of me kind of wants to call him, and a part of me wants me to just drop this, and he'll just be like, oh shit. And just, you know, he'll, he'll just see it in real time. So I think I'll just go ahead and do that. George. What's his take? What's his take on the pod? I don't even know that. Yeah. Rick's? Yeah, what's his take on the pod? I think he likes it. But he but likes to talk shit about it? You tell me, George, because you he'll say it to George, and then George relays it to me. I think George had better information. He'll talk a lot of shit, but he listens to a lot of episodes. Yeah, like he, like... he loves He loves to hate it. Sounds like he's listening to it on a week-to-week basis, almost like uh, a fan would do. Daily basis. He's day-to-day. Critical of it. Don't know how often it comes out. Oh, he's critical of it. That's... Apparently. Maybe he just wants to see it succeed. That's probably true. And that's the thing, because Rick's such a nice guy. I'm like, this is so weird. Why would he sit there and... A part of me thinks it's just George stirring the pot. Whenever I hop on FaceTime with Rick, he's always like, oh, hey, what's up, man? And... You know, I do care because it's like if he has a, a fan, it's coming from a fan's perspective. I do want to know what they think and, and, you know, tell me to my face and in real time. You know, I do appreciate that. But um, all in all, you know, I, I think Rick's just cool. And uh, no, he was saying I didn't get the I flip up on, on the Rams pick. Isn't that what you told me the other day? Is yes, that, sir. You said that, um, which is, is not true because on the year end episode, I said Rams and Warriors. I said I got the Rams winning the Super Bowl. They're going to have one of the best 2022s. And so will the Warriors. I think I said Al's going to have one of the best 2022s. I forget what my other two picks were, but um, it was something like that. So, anyway. Yeah, I think also, like, as you know, listening to sports shows and stuff and uh, hearing other people's takes, like, it's, you love to hate other people's takes. Like, Stephen A. Jackson or whatever, I just love to hate his takes. Like, you know? It's- Stephen A. Jackson. Stephen A. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen A. Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just love to hate his picks. You know, yeah. like it, it's not. I don't hate him, but like his picks are. You know, like it's fun. It's fun to be um, opposite. So I don't know if that's playing in with his mind. I don't fucking know. Okay. All right, George. I got that right though, right? Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, evidence. If he, okay. if it's on the episode, you said it at whatever date. Then it's that's evidence. December twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. So, there but at no point throughout the season did you say, "Oh, the Rams are falling off," or "Oh, the Warriors are falling off," or anything that would make. I, him. I probably said like because the, maybe that's what you meant by flip flopping. It's like you said that at the beginning, and then like, oh, the. 
the Rams lost to so-and-so. Like, they're done for. I can't believe this happened. And then E being a hardcore Rams fan is like, oh, he thinks we're not good enough or, or we're right. not going to make it. And he takes it to heart. That could really I, be I, it. I believed in them. I mean, there were times in December when uh, the game against the Ravens when Stafford's throwing three or four picks where I'm like, I don't know if this guy's going to lead you to a Super Bowl win. I was like, I don't know, but I didn't move off the pick. And if I talked any shit about them, it was before Christmas because that episode came out at Christmas. So then the playoffs start second week of January. So, I mean, I, I I feel like I was ahead of it. And not that it was the greatest pick in the world, but to say that I, I didn't get that is just like, I don't know. And he had some trash games. Stafford. Who's that? Oh, yeah, he did. The Super some Bowl, he threw three interceptions. Games. Yeah. He threw three picks in the Super Bowl. Like, I can hear Rick raging from Red Bluff on those games, you know? I do remember you saying some bad shit when we lost to the Titans hella bad. That uh, where he threw, like, four picks. You want know to talk about? Okay, yeah. again, that was, like, week 11, and that was in November. I'm talking about at Christmas, at motherfucking Christmas, George, I said Rams and Warriors. I, I'm not going to drag this out because no one cares about this shit for this long. All I know is that, Rick, I'd be getting shit right. And I know when he, I, and I know when he sees that his older brother's on here, he's gonna be like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna tune into that." And it's gonna be me just shitting on him, and it's gonna be kind of funny. But I love Rick, so shout out to Rick. But anyway, <laughs> I didn't realize your dogs were uh, Sheba and uh, Kobe, Sheba and Kobe, Sheba and Kobe, Sheba yeah. and Kobe. Okay, because I remember I'd, I'd come over to the old spot, I, I would see Sheba and Kobe on on certain Sundays, and it was, what George. Sounds about right. Sounds what? About right. <laughs> well, I can't. I can't be like, "Yo, your dogs are cool." I can't. No, you just that. said Shaba like weird again. Huh? You said Shaba kind of weird again. You know, I love let, say let it slide. Yeah, you know, slide. like you know, you want a spelling bee or something like that? Like, I don't know what you're trying to get into right now. <laughs> no, just keep going. All right, all right. Well, that's all I had. That's all I got. What do you let's got, go to, Let's go to, uh, yeah, you what pick about something? gun control? Your holiday shoot. Oh, motherfucker. What? <laughs> Taking a left turn out of nowhere. I got some, some, let's talk some real substance. I, yeah, this is worth the I'm going to chill. I, yeah. Yeah, bring, bring me up some politics, George. I want to hear your. No, I just, I want to hear what you guys think I'll about. Go. I'll go. Yo, let's go. Talk to me, George. So after that, all those uh, kindergartens, <laughs> kindergartners get. Obliterated Middle cops stores. outside, yeah, or whatever. Uh-huh. Well, not like that, but not like that, but. And the guy comes in from the barber shop. You, do you know this whole story? The the barber, or the guy was getting his cut. He goes with the shotgun from the owner. Yeah, and he was like a uh, off duty ice or something. Uh, border patrol mm-hmm. agent. Yeah. Handled that, and then uh, uh, you know, hearing what Steve Kerr said, you know, we need some answers. Pass this fucking law. What do you guys think about should, should it be tighter background checks or is there a problem? Should we keep criminals at, you know, like, you know, I feel like criminals shouldn't be the only ones um, that should have weapons, you know? Yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of tough, but at the same time, um, things in California are a lot different than other places. If everywhere was the same as California, they would think that gun control is crazy. So what we think of gun control, if they brought the level just to where we're at, and like everyone's chilling with where we're at in California for the most part. People bitch about it here and there, but everyone's fucking chilling. Yeah. 
if they just brought the rest of the country to that level, like the gun control, they're not talking about no one have guns. They're not talking about certain people are, but like how I feel is like if everywhere was just the same as California, let's just see how that works for a little bit. Plus on top of that, not just that schools should be pretty hard to get into. Like why are schools so fucking easy to get into? That's a little weird. Like, we're paying all this tax money. People like me, I don't have kids. I pay taxes for schools. Why doesn't that money go towards, you know what I mean? It's right. It's a little right. weird. But, um, yeah, I I don't know. It It's also kind of weird when police officers are just chilling for a long time while there's a gunman there. And people think of police officers like Marines where they go into the fire. And it's weird seeing that not be the case. For me, personally. Um, and that's a little discerning for me. It, it makes me want to have guns more because I feel like police is a secondary line of defense. You have to protect yourself. I got me at the end of the day, and I can't trust a police officer to get me because we're talking about fraction of second decisions that matter, and they're not going to be there for hella time. So um, that's just my take. And I own guns, and I love guns, and I shoot guns, and... I'm still down for other places getting gun control to the same that we're at right now. And I feel like it takes a long, a long time for cops to come. Um, isn't it faster to get Uber? Like, um, what's that? DoorDash gets you sooner than you than a police will. Yeah. It would not surprise me. That's yeah. crazy times. And is there any like different law rules that you think could be in play? Like, so, you know, marijuana used to be banned. Now it's, you know, legalization, more um, more demand. Do you think there's something that could be more practical? It needs to be harder to get into the schools. Like, at the end of the day, it needs to be harder to get into the schools. Should police, should teachers have guns? Hmm, I don't like that. Teachers already have to do so much stuff. Like, they're already buying their own paper. They're buying their own pencils. They're buying their own all this stuff. Now they have to buy their own gun, and they have to, like, what do you want a teacher to do? Do you want a teacher to protect your kids, or do you want a teacher teach. to teach your kids? Yeah. Like, what what are we getting into, bro? Like, this shit getting wild. They're focused on curriculum, and they also want them to, hey, uh, just in case, have a fucking, like, Glock whatever under the fucking <laughs> yeah, table. bro. Like, they got to practice pulling out guns in classrooms at the same time that they're teaching kids. Also, like, uh, that school district had people with guns on campus. Like, they had people that were on the campuses. So that's a pretty good thing to see that that doesn't always work all the time. Like, that's not the move. Like, maybe making it harder to get in. And they have... There is places that have security systems, and they're not cheap. They're, like, 400 grand for one school. But... If this is what we want, then put your money where your mouth is, you know? Like, we're willing to spend money on all kinds of other shit. Like, I don't know. It's just a little weird. The, the, that whole situation is weird, though. Yeah. Like, hours going by without any decision and hearing gunshots going off is a little weird to me. And moms getting put in cuffs, getting out of the cuffs, going in, getting their children, and coming back, you know? It's a little... I feel like Texas would have been more... But it's rural Practice. area. Yeah, it is rural. It's right there next to the... That school is pride, primarily Hispanic. Like, there's... It's it's weird, bro. It is weird. I don't know. Um, I think that gun control should be how California is. I think it's pretty dope here. I think things are pretty cool. Um, it's hard to get a gun right away. And um, 
I don't want to limit guns. I don't want no one to have a gun. That doesn't make any sense. Like, if you're at a spot where it takes an hour for the police to get there, like, you need to have your own gun, for sure. And they're not going to take all the guns. There's Everyone that says that's fear-mongering for them taking all the guns, who's going to take all the guns? Who's going to go and take it? The National Guard, they're not going to go take everyone's guns. Right. The police officers, they're not going to go and take everyone's that. guns. No one's going to do that. So, it, it's... It's people arguing different topics at the same time. Like, they're all gun control related, but they're different topics. Like, one's arguing gun control or, like, children getting shot. The other one's arguing everyone taking their guns. It's not the same thing, you know? So, Brad, do you have any thoughts? Not really. I mean, Barry pretty much hit on the point. Like, we... More gun control doesn't mean that all guns are going away. In California, a lot of people like to bitch and whine saying that they have some of the most, like, severe gun control or whatever. But at the end of the day, if you're a citizen that obeys the laws and you're contributing to society, you can get a gun without a problem. and You have to wait for it. And at the end of the day, if that saves a kid's life, then why does it matter if you have to wait two weeks to get your gun? Um, Because that's the most important thing. And... Obviously, that's not going to prevent it from ever happening, but it just makes it that much harder so that maybe it deters one extra person from doing it. And I think that's the most important thing that we're trying to do is save lives. So that means having a slightly fewer strict, you know, gun laws and restrict some people from getting guns. And I think that that's a smart move because I know plenty of people that own guns that probably shouldn't. Yeah. And that's just the way that it is. But criminals are going to do crime. You know, it's undebatable. Yeah. It's always going to happen. There's always going to be people that need to resort to crime to fulfill whatever needs that they have that they're trying to meet. And that's never going to go away, no matter how many laws you have in place. But I think doing whatever we can to make it that much harder or to save an extra life is the most important thing. Blake. I want to go to another crisis in Texas, uh, San Antonio. I want to get your thoughts, George, on immigrants Illegal immigrant? What? I thought you were going to go to the Spurs. I really thought you were going to oh, say geez. the San Antonio Spurs, bro. <laughs> Holy shit, bro. Either I'm drunk or like... <laughs> okay. That's why I said crisis in yeah, Texas. Yeah, yeah. I, I know San Antonio Spurs for a crisis. Yeah. But I want to get your thoughts on this, man. Like, there was, what, 51 people dead on the floor of a of an 18-wheeler uh, trailer? Did you not hear about this? I did not hear about this. In San Antonio? Some guy just, like, abandoned his fucking truck in the heat. It was, like, 150 degrees inside the truck. There was, like, 51 dead Hispanic people coming over from Mexico into, into the United States. So, in the back, he had, like, illegal immigrants, and they, like... And then the other heat. people that were just passed out, people that were still alive, but, like, they were dehydrated, babies, kids, all sorts of people. All sorts of people. And, you know, it's a bigger talk about immigration and stuff like that. Uh, I guess this is your first time hearing about it. What are your thoughts on... Just that in particular, and just the crisis at the at the border. I mean, first time hearing about this, that's crazy. I don't know if the driver forgot about them being in the back and just, I don't know, did, probably didn't do his job well if he fucking let them all pass away. I don't, I don't even know how you solve that. Uh, um, I don't. Do you guys know what it's like to become a U.S. citizen? Like, is it a pretty hard process? I know, I know, it's backed up, and people do it the right way. People do it the wrong way, and uh, at this point, it's something. I have no idea, to be honest with you. Yeah, it takes no some time. It takes some time, and like they're only allowing so many people. It's just like visas, you know, where it's a limited amount of income or like people coming in, and 
That, uh, the problem with immigration, in my opinion, is that we love we love doctors coming from other countries. We love lawyers coming from other countries. We love, but we don't love laborers coming from other countries. So it's like, doesn't it seem a little weird that we'll let anyone coming in that's willing to pay for universities in the country? We'll take all of them. You know, we'll give them visas, but anyone that's trying to be a gardener or trying to be a mason or trying to be someone working a vineyard management company, we don't want them coming in. Um, just, it's a little weird. I, I trade a lot of white people for Mexicans every day of the week at the same time. You feel me? I'll ship, I'll ship 10 to Mexico if I can get 10 Mexicans to bring back to California. I do that at times. Easy. Quick trade. Yeah, yeah. What about that DeJounte Murray? Why, though? Why? I know just as many. So, growing up in the North State, as we all have, we've seen plenty of white tweakers. Um, Growing up in the North State, which we all have, we've seen plenty of Mexicans that work their fucking ass off, that are up at 4 a.m., that are going and working hard, laborious jobs. I'm going to take those Mexicans over those lazy-ass white guys that are just doing drugs. (laughs) Am I right? Hot take? That's a good trade for you. That's a good trade. That's a come up. Honestly, That's a that sounds like a fair trade to me. Yeah. See? But it, it, it's very complex. I think that, uh, I think immigration is tied to um, big corporations getting slave labor. I also think that it's tied to schools and the schooling system. I also think that it's tied to healthcare. I also think it's tied to voting and voting rights. So it's no, no party wants to tackle all of that stuff at the same time because it, it all needs work. It all needs work. Every single one of those things needs work. The country was founded with gerrymandering laws with voting, and they use disenfranchised people to vote for certain parties, and they carve it out so that these people get these votes, these people get these votes, and that's all tied in with immigration. Um, there's, there's a lot of problems. And also the people leaving Mexico are paying coyotes to be able to get brought there. Like all of those people probably paid to be in that truck to die because that's how they can get into the U S because they have to pay the cartel to get over here. It's not a free ride. They're not just going to show them how to get over here. And at the same time, the harder you make it to come in the country, the more they have to pay those people to bring them over. You're not stopping them getting in. It's just going to cost them more, and less of them will come in, I guess, eventually. But also, they can build tunnels. Like, uh, I think that we need to work with them more than building a wall and just acting like they're not there. You know? Like, our country, California, we're, we have Spanish culture, like, throughout us. Like, we all know that. You know, like, you know how to speak Spanish. Brad knows some Spanish. I know some Spanish. George knows some, you know what I mean? Right. Like, why, why are it's we, very prevalent why are we dividing? Why are we dividing? Very. It's, it's weird. It's weird, bro. It's true. It's true. And Republicans love slave, love their labor. I won't say slave labor, but they love cheap labor. Let's put it that way. That are using them. Because I see them working and I know that they're illegals, yet they're working for these companies that are anti-immigration at the same time little weird if you're anti-immigration yet you're using illegals as your workforce a little weird i'll say you keep it cheap though 
That's exactly. <laughs> profits high. That's why they don't. Re- record profits. Yeah. They yeah. don't want it solved. Right. That's a lot of the problems in this country. Neither side wants solved. It's better to have the problem than offer the solution sometimes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Pharmacies, opioids, that's another big, big one as well. So. And you know how the government is with bringing in drugs. Like, Oh, they love it. Yeah. Especially at the ports. They, like, they need well, their cut. Well, <laughs> why is San Francisco so bad? It's a port city. Dumbo. <laughs> The fuck? Because it's a fucking island. Talk about Oakland, too. (laughs) I mean, you get it right off the boat, just like uh, Young Thug said, right? In Cuba, he's like, I get it right off the boat. Which, I mean, I don't know if I believe all that. but Anyway, man, I know you guys are going to go all deep political on me there. I I, I had to tap out there for a minute. I'll I'll be honest. I'll be honest. (laughs) I, I don't like doing politics on the podcast. Not that I mind George going there or anything. I just, it does nothing beneficial when anyone offers their opinion on on politics. That's one thing I've learned about cancel culture or just about the last like five years ever since Trump came in, kind of that 2015-16 range. Anytime anyone offers their opinion on that shit, there's going to be some sort of loss. Steve Kerr going, saying, you know, Mitch McConnell, do something. Someone, do something. That makes Republicans, I mean, you know, they don't like them as much. San Francisco, one of the most progressive cities, if not the most progressive city in America, as far as politics and, and you know, everything, and being softer on crime and whatnot, giving more chances, if you will. Um, it divides people. So I just think it's smarter for someone. You know, people criticize Michael Jordan for saying Republicans buy sneakers too. But Republicans still buy his sneakers every year. Yeah. Every year. But also, I so, don't... I mean, I see both sides. I, you know, it's, it comes down to, like, well, would you rather be Jordan and just do your thing and be an icon and never get involved, or would you rather be LeBron, someone that was an icon on the court but also spoke up off the court, even if it is divisive? It yeah. makes the ratings go lower and, and everything else. And you have Muhammad Ali, you know? Like, you, right. you have someone that's very political that is also beloved by the people. So it's, it's everyone... You can't blame for someone that has a platform playing in the NBA, NFL, or whatever, using that platform to speak what they feel like is right. Um, I also, I don't feel like that's fair at the same time. Like, it might not be for everyone, and it might suck that everyone gets to hear it, and it should just be for a small portion of people that hear it, but I don't blame them for speaking their opinion because if I was in that spot, I'd probably speak my opinion, you know? Yeah. And it, it and a lot of people aren't going to agree with me. So and I take that because I've played basketball, and if I got that opportunity to talk, like I'm going to talk. You know, like it's you can't silence views that you don't. You can't silence anyone. Let them all be out there. You know, like Kyrie, let his view be out there. Like everyone's yeah. view can be out there. The more it takes, the better, in my opinion. Kyrie to the Lakers. Thoughts. For who? Huh? Kyrie to the Lakers for who, though? Who are we sending? Westbrook, okay. Yeah. And that's it? I love it. I'll take it. It sounds like that's what they're trying to keep it at. Try something new. Kyrie's a thoughts, Brad? uh, I think the Lakers will have a 2021 all over again. You ain't going to go nowhere. You ain't going to win any games. You'll maybe squeak in a playoff. I mean, are are we going to go somewhere with, with Westbrook, though? I don't think so. Going to no, probably not. You're yeah. running the same issues there too. Yeah. Look, Westbrook's a very unique player. He needs to be the only guy on the court that is a superstar. That's just the kind of player he is. He's not an NBA championship like gonna go win four rings, five rings kind of guy. But he can be the best player on your team. He can make you playoffs. He can make you look good. He can be exciting. He can get fans in the door. 
but he has to be the only player that gets to touch the ball in order for that to happen. So being on a team with Kevin Durant or a LeBron James or anyone that demands the ball as well is going to go against his style of play, and you're just not going to get the Westbrook that the people want to see. And then you're going to get the hateful comments. Kyrie, though, is a whole nother. You're just getting more drama with Kyrie in the Lakers. You're you're trading for a different caliber of player in his play style, but he brings the same amount of drama. And I don't think AD is going to be healthy. I don't think LeBron's going to get healthy. They're just getting older. So they're going to have to do a whole team wipe if they want to do anything, in my opinion. I could be wrong, but I just don't see anything changing. George. Thoughts on that? I, if AD and LeBron are healthy, and I know this is a if now, but I think Kyrie, LeBron, AD have enough to be a, a finals caliber team. I'm sorry. It was just that was maybe four or five years ago. I would agree with you, but they've just gotten older. They've gotten worse. There's younger talent that's better now, and they're all every single one of them can get locked down, and that's a big if they stay healthy because let's be honest how many LeBron can get locked down I mean if he can make it onto the court he can get locked down but right now playing 60 games ain't gonna cut it LeBron was one of the best players in the league last year still though he's still a top five player then why didn't his team make the playoffs because his team sucked his team sucked well where was he he was hurt Okay, that's my point. If you're not on the court, it doesn't matter how good you are because you're not on the court playing the game, your team's going to lose. I'm just saying. He's getting older, he's going to keep getting hurt, or he's going to keep taking rest days, and that's just not good for a team overall. And Kyrie's more drama off the court than he is on the court, and I just don't think it's going to change anything. And AD played 40 games the year before that. I can't even remember how many, but he hasn't played a whole season in the I don't know, since he's been in the league. So it's just hard to put your faith in a guy that can't be on the court. And um, they're, they're not the superstars they used to be, and it takes a team. We all know chemistry, The all the other role players take a huge um, factor of a, a finals championship run. Barry, what do you think? Um, I don't really watch the Lakers that much, um, but I feel like there's always a lot of ego in L.A., there's always a lot of money coming through in L.A., and I feel like <laughs> it never really uh, works out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's Giannis's league now, you know, we all know. Uh, I really do think that, too. Like, uh, you didn't hear me talk any shit about the Milwaukee pick, mm-hmm. honestly. I, and I do feel that way. I do. He's just, a, he's the guy now. He's, he's so much young. fun to watch. He takes over a game. He's a big guy that has handles, that can play defense. That, that puts effort. Yeah, he's playing He's a hard. superstar that plays with a, a chip, like a, a Westbrook, but more contained. Whereas Tatum, I saw kind of give up a little bit. I never saw that from Giannis. I never saw no give up in him. I saw dog the whole way. I agree with that. I do agree with that. So who 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 is the team, Brad? Who if if, uh, if it ain't the Lakers? Who is just overall or in the West? Overall, shoot. Uh, I I, I said Bucks and Bucks, and I would agree with you on that. I think Bucks are the team in the NBA right now. How about the NFL? I I, I got Buccaneers and Bucks. Oh, Buccaneers. I got Tampa, and Milwaukee. How, how do you shoot. feel about that? I don't know if I'm a fan of the Buccaneers pick. Uh, 
definitely Milwaukee. Uh, just because they're the best team, though, I don't think that that means that they're going to win a championship, but I think they just have the most talent overall. Team chemistry might change here and there, but I think they have the talent. In the NFL, oof. honestly, if a lot doesn't change with the Rams roster, they're going to have a really good, solid team. Team chemistry should be a little bit better now that everyone's been with each other for a year. I just think that the Bucks, they got the talent, but I don't think that they have the team chemistry that they like to say they have or that they want people to think they have. I think with Brady going this iffy-washy, like retired, not retired feel, Gronk's leaving, and that leaves a way for more talent to come through, but I just don't think that they're going to trust one another. I think they'll be explosive. They'll have the numbers. They'll win games. They'll be exciting to watch, but I think when it comes to playoff time, they'll lose just like they did last year. And I, I would it's hard to bet against the Rams right now. Until I see something different on the field, it's hard to go against them. And I'm not a Rams fan. I, I despise the Rams. Rams. Despise like? the Rams. I'm a 49er fan. Okay. And, hey, even if the Rams win, if the 49ers can win two times in a regular season, I'm happy. <laughs> okay. All right. Gotcha. I got Tampa. New coach, Todd Bowles. That, that gets lost in the sauce a little bit. It's not uh, Bruce Arians anymore. He's still a part of the organization, but it's now Todd Bowles. I just feel like the addition of Russell Gage. I also feel like Godwin will be back midseason, week eight, week nine. Mike Evans is still there. The defense is pretty much the same. Excuse me. You don't have the A-B drama anymore. I know Gronk's retired, but how many touchdowns did he catch last year? I can count on one hand. Playoffs. Playoffs is the only time that Gronk. Like, and, and, but, and even then. But even yeah. then, I mean, he sure. it was less than five, yeah, that whole definitely. playoff run. They played four games. Definitely, definitely. Um I just think Tampa has what it takes. I think as long as Brady's there and as long as that defense is formidable, which they're still a top-five defense to me. Yeah, I just feel like they're just getting kind of swept under the rug. The same way I think the Milwaukee Bucks are a little bit. You know, People know the Milwaukee Bucks are good, but everyone's talking about where's KD going to go and and you know what are the Lakers going to do and the Warriors and the Celtics. They got you know this person and Gobert to Minnesota. No one's talking about you know Milwaukee. So I just, I don't know. I think it's going to be like 2021. I, I got Bucks and Bucks. And then after that, it gets very interesting in both leagues because I think this will be the last Brady Super Bowl. This will be a Brady's, what, uh, I think 11th appearance, 12th appearance? I want to say 11th. And this will be number eight. I just feel like number eight puts it in a whole different, I mean, even compared to seven. And we said this about six. We said this about five. It's like, oh, if he passes Joe, which he did on the Falcons one, he's he's the greatest, and he got the seven. So, I don't know. That, that's what I think. What do you guys think? Barry, George, who's winning the Super Bowl next year? I think the Rams, back-to-back. Uh, back. Okay. I mean, that's very Are early. you rooting for that, or do you think that? I think that. I think they okay. even got better. They got a, a more hard-working receiver. OBJ's still talented, but uh, with Andrew Whitworth, uh, Whitworth retiring, I don't know. The line always is a huge factor for quarterback play, and I don't see why they wouldn't run it back. I'm not saying there isn't a bunch of teams that are gunning for it, Bills, um, you know, all those players or teams. So, yeah, as of right now, Rams, yeah. Derek, what do you think? My pick. Um, yeah, it's hard. I can see both. Yeah, I would love to see a Bucks rams Super Bowl for sure. Um, but Bucks-Rams-NFC title? NFC title, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think the Rams, the Rams – 
The Rams kicked the 49ers. Like, they ended up winning, you know? Like, watching them last year and with who they lost and who they gained, I think they're better. Like, I know they lost line and all of that, but I think they're better. Yeah. I think he has more weapons. I think that they're going to be better this year than last year. Um, I don't know that the Bucks are going to be better this year than last year. Um, but also, you rooted, or you like, you don't think that Brady's going to make it, and then he always makes it, and he always wins it. So at the same time, me saying this, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, like I said earlier, I just, you know, it is a trend with him. It is every other year. And he comes in motivated, you know, he comes in after the playoff losses or, you know, against like the Eagles, the Super Bowl loss where he he's ready to go, man. He's ready to go. And I don't think it's a thing of him. Oh, every year I'm winning. I just think he, you know, like what's that one TikTok video, George, where the guy's like, just work. Like, that's all Brady does. He just keeps going. Like, I don't really think and that's going to be the case this year. I don't think Brady's thinking, obviously, he'd like to win a Super Bowl, but he, I I really don't think he's thinking about it, as crazy as that sounds. I don't think that's on his mind. I think what's on his mind is training camp preseason, getting to week one, getting just one game under his belt. I mean, he's 45 on August 3rd, exactly a month from today. He's 45, you know. He said he's been wanting to do this for years and years. I don't think the retirement thing's a big deal. I think, I'm not going to say Tom Brady got forced into anything, but the Miami story's been floated out there about how him – you know, he was going to be the quarterback and like part owner and Sean Payton was going to be the head coach that was out there. That was supposed to be a thing. The day the dolphins were going to announce that is the day Brian Flores filed the lawsuit chess move. One of the ultimate chess moves in the NFL history, in my opinion, as far as excuse me, NFL or blocking a trade. That's up there with like Chris Paul Lakers trade getting veto. Like it was like that one of the, you know, like I'll always remember that. Um, Point being, I think Brady just works. I think Brady just, he just shows up. He just does his best. I think that team's still just as good. And I, I don't see why if they just put in the work, except maybe the Rams. I don't see anyone really contesting with them. I mean, I like San Francisco, but I, I got Brady, whether it's in Santa Clara or Tampa. I I like Green Bay until Rodgers has to be the clutch one. And then it's like, I don't know. But if they're up 20 in a playoff game, I love it. You know what I mean? I love every second of it. Aaron Jones has four touchdowns, whatever the hell's going on. And who knows what they even look like without Devontae Adams. The fact that they're still in the Super Bowl conversation to me is is nuts. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think Buccaneers got one team to worry about. And I think that Brady's a psycho and, and he thinks about this kind of stuff all offseason. And he just he just puts in the work. He just He's consistent, man. That, do you, do that's you why think so he could great. drop off this year? Do you think that? Sure, yeah. absolutely. Especially, so like, especially compared to having a fifty-touchdown season. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't had one of those since two thousand seven. Yeah, I think I think that, that's probably what scares me most about him is just uh, with players aging and stuff. Like we've seen the all-time greats, just some of the all-time greats. Like I'm not going to compare Manning. them. Yeah, they just sometimes sometimes you can see it. You know. Yeah. And um, I would just worry about that, not saying that he is going to do that because he defies <laughs> logic and what Gravity he should be. He, everything. What was he drafted, you know? Like, he shouldn't right. be in the position he's in right now. So 199 it's like, overall. Yeah, right? so. But, but at the same time, when it goes, it seems like it goes. Um, We've been saying this for yeah, yeah, at I least know, five I seasons. I know. I, I totally understand. At least five. I, look, if I get a chance to get him in fantasy, I'm getting him. If I get a chance to put money on him in the playoffs, I'm putting money on him. That's just where I'm at with it. You taking him number one overall pick? Or? <laughs> Come on, George. <laughs> Here's an ad from Black Rose and, and, and all the sponsors. Womp, womp, womp. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Black Rose Coffee and Tea. 
Are you starting a brand new diet and want something organic and delicious? Want to support a locally owned and operated family business? Have you ever tried peanut butter in your coffee? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should try out Black Rose Coffee and Tea. At Black Rose Coffee and Tea, you'll find all sorts of pairings you won't find anywhere else, such as the white chocolate and peanut butter blend called the Ecstasy, organic on-tap kombucha, and the chance to make your furry best friend Instagram famous through their at Dogs of Black Rose page. Visit Black Rose Coffee and Tea at 9539 Old Oregon Trail in Redding, California, open seven days a week. Bring the kids, dogs, or whoever you hold near and dear to you, and rethink the way you coffee today. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Rebel Fit Company. At Rebel Fit, you'll find state-of-the-art gym equipment, a dry sauna, and the one and only posing room nicknamed the Ego Room. Rebel Fit also offers classes for those interested in kickboxing, has a PS5 to use once you're done with your workout and just want to chill, and a podcast room where you can record your journey, whether it be weight loss or life. Visit Rebel Fit Company at 161 Locust Street off of Athens Avenue in Reading. No contracts, no hidden fees, and a chance to transform your health. Come in and sign up today. This episode of the Blake Mayfield Podcast is brought to you by Spring Gulch Farms. If you're sensitive to certain food but still have that sweet tooth, Spring Gulch Farms has you covered with their dairy-free, soy-free, and gluten-free treats. Whether it's the delicious peanut butter bars with oats, brownies made with lots of TLC and no gluten or dairy, or their limited-time, brand-new, gluten-free, dairy-free chocolate crackle cookies, Spring Gulch Farms has you covered. Follow Spring Gulch Farms on Instagram and Facebook to get the latest updates and stop into Black Rose Coffee and Tea in Reading, Cafe Calico in Anderson, or Country Market in Happy Valley to try one of these delicious snacks today. You won't be anything less than satisfied. All right, and we are back. So during the break, Derek wanted to talk about the Bay Area with us and San Francisco and get our thoughts. And George has been talking about, you know, talking about moving there with me a lot, you know, in private and stuff. And I mentioned it here on the podcast, but... Let's get it from your perspective. I mean, you worked down there. You know, George worked down there last summer with you. What is it like working in the Bay Area? Do you like it? I mean, it's expensive as fuck. It's expensive as fuck but down there. Like that, and that's not a pet peeve of mine, but like <laughs> it is to like the credit loan company. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't mind personally. I, I'm going to do me, but what are your thoughts, Derek? Um, I think that it's uh, when you're talking about Bay Area and you're talking about rents and you're talking about sharing houses and stuff, you're going in it with a mindset of making money up here. And I think a lot of things are different once you get into the Bay. Um, I know people that are just doing labor jobs uh, that are making $20 plus an hour just being Joe Schmo without any degree, any skill, or anything. Um, So there's radio stations, there's news down there. Like, if you got on, I guarantee that you're going to make more money and and you'll be able to live in those places because there's people there working those jobs that are living in those places. Um, there's always sacrifices that you have to make, uh, when it comes to housing and working and all of that. Um, like I'm, I bought a house here, which is a sacrifice over buying a house there, but I'm willing to commute. And then this house is hopefully going to appreciate and then I can sell it and maybe get a place in the Bay, you know? Um, but you you have to look into the job before you look into the housing. I think that that's the mistake that people make when they're talking Bay Area is they're like, dude, well, with what I make now, I couldn't afford shit there. Like, I'd be living in a closet. And it's like, dude, find a job that then, you know what I mean? Like, you can figure it out. There's, like, you have a skill. You Working at a grocery store down there, dude, you're making way more than here. Everything's different. Everything's different. So, I... 
I like working down there and living down there whenever we're down there. Um, I feel like it's a more, uh, more well-rounded. <sighs> yeah. I don't want to talk shit about people here because of course it's, it's more relaxed. It's more relaxed because and money and, and money isn't, uh, everyone is better off down there for the most part. And especially the people that we work for. So they're more relaxed. Um, and the vibe is more relaxed because uh, it's just different. It's just, it's a whole different place. Yeah. Politics, where I'm in in Napa, is the most Republican place in the Bay Area, for right. sure. No, hands down. Like, yeah. I see more fuck Gavin Newsom signs and fuck coronavirus. <laughs> and you saw that truck. Remember that truck yeah. that would have anti-vax signs every day of the week? Like, there's, there's some Republicans in Napa, but I love everyone in the community gets along a lot better than here, I feel like. Like, politically, it's just more chill. I don't know. People Look, here get a little wild, and bro. I, that's true. I understand <laughs> Napa. I understand Vacaville. I'm talking San Francisco. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. But 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 you also got Fremont. You also got, uh, like, you, there's... Well, you, George wants to do San Francisco. Like, he wants to be at the hub hub. Hey, and you can make it work. I'm telling you right now. You get a condo, you can make it work. I'm telling you. You get it, you will force yourself to make it work. <laughs> there's no way i know your hustle like yeah you want something you make it happen like you wanted to get new microphones you make it happen you want to get did. headsets you make it happen you want to get a mac computer you make it happen you're telling me you can't do the same shit there like that's a joke dude and you're never going to get younger like if you guys really did want to go and do it like it would make sense to do it sooner rather than later um but yeah just look into it and i have a feeling prices are probably as they're high right now in San Francisco, they're probably pretty low compared to what they were because techs kind of went to San Jose and um, outside areas like Mountain View where the Google places and all kinds of other places. So, um, yeah, you might be living in Chinatown like above a uh, restaurant or something, but you could probably make it happen. Boss George? Uh. I when we were there vacationing, doing business, I just I felt um vibrant. People have character, you know, all the murals, liquor store, you got the flamboyant, hey papi, you know, like um it's got soul over there. Yes. That's why I uh we liked it so much. We were walking around um what was that Ghirardelli? Ghirardelli Square. Yo, he loves Ghirardelli Square. He's dope. He didn't even know it existed, dude. He was like a kid in a candy store, literally. <laughs> he, he was a guy in a candy store. Yeah. I'm not going to say a kid, but... <laughs> Union yeah. Square over there. You got... Just, well, we stayed at the Hilton Union Square. Yeah, you got everywhere. Everywhere. It's so diverse, too. Like, that's what I love about the city is just everyone there has their own story and everyone's happy. And, like, I've talked to more people in San Francisco than anywhere, you know? No, not very standoffish. Like, you can just... Spark up a conversation. Yo, Reading folks are going to hate this pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love Reading too. Like, I still I, live yeah, here. Yeah, I can love them both. Why can't I love them both? Yeah. You know? Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Look, I, I've told George like, 10 times. I am not against it whatsoever. It's just like, I don't know. Just look into it. Look into it. Like, look, yeah. Yeah, I'll just look, look into, into yeah. like, even, even just jobs. Like, there's no reason not to, dude. Like, um, if, if you're still at the same spot that you're here, 
but you're there. At least you're there, you know? It's the same with San Diego. Like, that's how I feel about San Diego, too. Like, if I'm doing, if I'm working the same hours, I'm hustling the same, going the same speed, doing all of that, I'd rather, whenever I'm off, I can go to the beach, or I can go to cool bars, or go to cool... Go K one speed, baby. Yeah, I, I love know? indoor go karting. Yeah. So and, and it's not steam. it's no hate here because here, whenever I have time off, I go to the river, I go to the lake, I go you know what I mean? Tranquil, so, quiet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Green. Nature. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And and that's like I've told Joy, I was like, you know, San Diego is more in my alley. I just know it better, I enjoy it more. Um, but you know, we'll see. But there's we'll see. a lot of new places to find out in San Francisco at the same time. Like Right. Yeah. It'd be fun to like have a new adventure there, you know. And you got you got all the outskirts too. Like I, I know what you're saying. Like if you're gonna do it, like I want to be in the hub. But at the same time, like there's a lot of dope outskirt places at the same time, um, that are just as diverse that have crazy food and plenty to do. I love it. What what, what did you think of San Fran this this I, time that you? I went? thought it was amazing. It was yeah. the best time I've had the, any other time I've went there. Um, and you know I can see where George is coming from. Where like it feels right to work here. I know I've told George like it, it it would feel right to work here or do some sort of business here for sure. Um living there is just a different thing. Yeah. That's been my stance. Business here, extended stays, vacations, whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah, absolutely, but living on a day-to-day, I I don't know. And I'm not anti-city at all. It's not anti-city. Um it's not even really anti-politics or or the homeless issue or whatever cuz I'm not going to act like, you know, that's not I mean those are issues as well. Um it's just it the costs. The yeah. costs and San Diego, I mean, I, I gave it a, a what, 14-day attempt, I think, when I was, like, 19. Like, I haven't, you know what I mean, given that a real attempt, six months, a year, two years, like, doing business and just doing day-to-day operations. I, I just, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. And, I mean, and I told George this, I think of it kind of like NBA contracts. Like, okay, let's say we sign a contract with San Francisco tomorrow. So, sign a three-year deal, opt out after two. In 2024, George could be like, "Yo, I'm 29. I don't want to live in San Fran no more. I want, I, you know, I, I like working for a local business, knowing the owner, working side by side." George has told me that personally. He likes that more than working for the corporation, um, and I'm with him on that. He could be like, "Yo, I'm done," and he's only 29. Or if I'm like, "Yo, fuck this," I, you know, I, I got Sadie and Zeus. You know, I, I, I got, I got my pit bull. So it's like, I don't know, just pit bulls in the city. It's compact. I don't know. I'm 25. You know, so I understand both sides of the coin. I, I just, I'm not. Not that I'm not in a huge rush, it's just it, it costs money, and, and I always say I just want to do it right. And it always comes down to, well, what's doing it right? Is it just doing it, or is it setting it up? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm the kind of person that I set everything up in my life. Very yeah. little is just on the fly. George is all on the fly. That's what makes hanging out with George so great. That's why he's one of the best people you'll meet. He has the thrill of his life every day, and, and he doesn't need sleep. Like, he just, the way he goes about it is crazy. But me, I just, I need stuff planned. I need my rest. Um, I, I need my even downtime, alone time, just alone with my thoughts, taking in the moments, taking in the conversations I just had. Uh, that's just how I, I operate. So yeah, I um, think I think that you I'm not sh- anti city at all. I would I would love to go to the Bay, you know, lo- and love the Bay regardless. Oakland, San Francisco, not just San Fran. I mean, Fremont. It smells like curry a lot down there. I love Indian food, so y'all fucking do the the shit down there. Um, but yeah, but you yeah. you you've been around like uh. KRCR, like the people that you've interviewed and stuff, um, them explaining how like they came, did visits and talked to people like you could do the same shit, you know, like uh, do your version of setting it up like, okay, so I want to see like this internship at this radio station. They have radio stations that are popping like I listened to one in Napa that's from SF. Their numbers are crazy. Yeah. So like 
and they always need people helping running boards, doing this, doing that. Like there's, it would be a disservice if you were even thinking of it, not to at least like, well, let me see what's popping, you know, like, let me go take a look. Let me see if I can get a walkthrough or like, you know, any of that stuff. Um, just because there is work out there now, right. Uh, more than has ever been right. for in our lifetime. Post COVID so, for sure. It's yes. Wide open. Yes. So, uh, I, in my opinion, you could probably find a job somewhere, you know, and you could probably make enough money that you could probably make it happen. And, uh, the good thing is, is you could always have more roommates, which is a pro or a con and, but, um, right. the whole dog thing, dude. Everyone in SF has a dog, so they have it figured out. That's bro. what I hear. It's crazy. That's what I hear. Yeah. I see. I I've seen like Saint Bernards coming out of like condos, like oh, shit. But homies walking him uphill like two miles every day, you know. So yeah. it's 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 pretty crazy. Yeah. Huh. Um, okay. Right. But I love the Bay. I love the Bay. I, I love too. San Francisco. I'm going to go back. I'm, uh, I'm taking this all in right now. I'm not ignoring your. Or, yeah, I, yeah. I no, just, I know. Because I know from the listener stance, it's like, you know, they're just sitting there. just like, yeah, but I'm just, you know, taking it in. I'm just, you know, it's it's definitely in the uh, thought process. And I don't think it's, I think it's natural evolution to go from, um, you know, and I like to include George in this because it is George's idea. I think he would like to do it with me as much as I'd like to do it with him. Uh, the dogs love George. George likes the dogs. Uh, so I just, I, I think it'd be a cool thing. Um, and it's a lot of people to meet, you know? you know, like for both of you guys, like it's a whole different untapped, like just connections right. or just like continuing the pod or anything. Well, that'd be the thing. I would like to go down there and oh, continue and it'd be so easy. And, so easy. Yeah. Everyone there's so friendly, bro. And everyone just wants every, <laughs> all the owners, they just want to talk, you know, it's the same as here. It's the same. People are the same. No matter where you're at, people are the same. Like, they're going to be just as nice. Um, I think that, yeah, you just, you think of people as different, but at the same time, they're still people, you know? Um, Yo, y'all going to fuck around make me go to Millennium Tower or something right quick, bro. (laughs) I'm going to a Giants game on August 2nd, so. I'm jealous. I'll be back there. Let's go to a Giants game. What are we doing? Giants-Dodgers, what are we doing? That's why I'm going on the 2nd. Dude, I spent way too much on tickets, What'd you bro. spend? Bro, I spent way too much. You don't want to say it? Not on here. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say it. And it was early, so you know. So Write it down and I'll say it. I could flip them. Let's just say that. I can flip these tickets okay. for some fucking cheddar. Got but, you. But it's not worth it because it's the Dodgers. Come on. Yeah. Dodgers. So you're a Giants fan? Yeah. Okay. Giants fan. You. Giants, Warriors, Niners. Yeah, but Sacramento always has to be. Bro. Okay, got you. Damn. You could have they were the homies, but yeah. Could have had the trifecta. And football is fun for me. It's not, I'm not all in on football, if that makes sense. Okay. At the same time. Sure. Like, it's like, I enjoy it. Like, I've heard you talk about how, like, I'm not overanalyzed. Like, I'm just enjoying the game at the same time. It's not, um, I don't know. Baseball, I'll analyze and basketball, I'll analyze, but football's just fun. Like, if, if the Niners compete, I'm happy. If they lose, I'm not crying. I'm not pissed. I'm not like I'm not gonna jump off ship, you know? Like it's not it's not to that extent for me. Like I'll just always like them. Same with the Kings. Like I'm gonna always like them. It doesn't it's not if they're bad and hard to watch, I'm not gonna watch them, but I'll always like them, you know? And I always go to games and I always go and see them. Like um I love that they play do the uh, state games at their place, so we go there and watch those. You need to go to that with us. State games? State playoff games. At um the new Arco, I, what what is it called? Oh, uh, Chase Center? No, uh, no, uh, in San Fran? No, 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 Sac- Sacramento. Yeah. Oh, Golden uh, One. Golden, Golden One. One. 
Yeah. Dude, the state games, basketball games, it's girls and guys alternating. Like they play, they do like D4 boys, D4 girls, D3 boys, D3 girls, and they just keep it pumping, you know? And uh, it's crazy. It's so much fun to watch. Um, you get to see Scottie Pippen's son play or, yeah. you know, like Le- LeBron's son play, like just crazy teams. And uh, it's like 30 bucks for the whole day. And you just go chill, drink some beer, and you can get hella close because no one's there because it's state games. And the arena's huge compared to anything else. Yeah, yeah. So, so we got hella close and just sat and watched basketball and had a great time. Got a little buzz going and hit the pen a couple times and... Hit the pen a couple times. Yeah, we should go to that this year. This year, I'm down. It got closed for COVID last year. I want to go to a Giants game. Yeah. I want to go back to San Francisco. Okay, let's do it. We'll set it up. There's a lot of shit let's that I didn't Al get to too. do with George. Let's that get Al, I, too. I'm down. I'm down. Al, I, I never know with Al. I never fucking know with Al. I just never, ever know with Al. We'll, we'll, we'll shoot him an invite, at least. For sure. Absolutely, we'll invite him. Yeah, right. absolutely. Maybe that could be a little, uh, a, a little uh, uh, bachelor gift or whatever that's called. You know, a little, yeah. Giants-Dodgers tickets on the house. Me, George, Derek Barrett. Would you go Giants-Dodgers? Yeah, of Your course. Dodgers are in it? Okay. Because mm-hmm. George... tickets for the second, then. And, like, I'm going to sit way closer than you, but... <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but you're not going to spend as much as I did, so it's kind of a win on you. I'll figure it out. Okay. Giants... Or, uh, Dodgers got to come to, to town at least one more. One more time after August 2nd. I mean, it's two more months of the season after that. So. Yeah, they and they always you. play in late September because it's you. it's juicy. Yeah, yeah. Next time, the next time, yeah, yeah, we'll get tickets. Yeah, sometime in September. Although uh, Al and I are going to the Charger Jaguar game in September, so I don't know. We'll see. Jags Chargers in September. George wants to go back to. I told George in October, San Francisco. Apparently, October is the nicest month in San Francisco. It's like the warmest. It's nice, yeah. and it's just like the water on the bay is like warm for some reason, or just the water from the ocean. I don't know. It was some shit to where it just warms up that part of the coast. And, uh, yeah, so anyway, no fog on, on the Golden Gate. I want to go to the Golden Gate Park. I want to go to the one that fu- the, the, the fucking nude beach pause. I want to go there. Um, I want to go to the You're going to see a lot of old men. Old men at the nude I've beach. I've been in saunas. Like It's the same. Yeah. Damn. It's the same. Is it women? No. Oh. No. Oh, Unfortunately, I won't be attending. It's I'm sorry. Mainly men. Oh, well, I'll just go to the one ice cream shop I really like, and I'll just go there and do all that shit. And- but, hey, there's plenty of um, strip clubs, so. You can go there and yeah. see plenty of nude women. You can bring the sand, you know, in your pocket. <laughs> just spray it out a little bit. <laughs> bring sand to the beach because my beach is better. <laughs> Got a bud, bad bunny line? Or? Oh, my God. Jay-Z. Oh, shit. Yeah, Jay-Z. All right, fellas, hour and a half. Anything else? No, I think we hit it. Hit it on the coffin. July 3rd. I have no idea when I'm putting this up, to be honest with you. Uh, Drake album review just came out, and that's going to celebrate 4th of July for us. So this will come out at the earliest on the 5th. Um, so anyway, just letting you guys know, Deadass. but it will drop at some point this week. Cause I don't know if I have anything else planned until next Sunday. So we'll, we'll drop this at some point to fill the gap. So, all right. Anyway. Yeah. That's all we got. If you guys made it this far, thank you for listening. Appreciate you guys very much. I'll be back here on Sunday, the 10th, and I'll see you guys later. Have a good day.